I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared, something out there scared her. You just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. Yeah. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. One, two, Yes. It's Roz the Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My, my boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. I Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. So, uh, riddle for you. Somebody sent this to us here. Uh, riddle me this. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, Maury, are you ready? Yes, sir. Okay, Maury. Mr. and Mrs. Jonas went for a picnic. The couple... Hold on. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's not... Okay. The couple okay. have five sons... And each son has seven sisters who have three babies each. Five it, sons, seven sisters, <laughs> five babies. No, each. okay. The couple have five sons, and each son has seven sisters who have three babies each. In total, how many people went on the picnic? Five, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifteen. Incorrect. <laughs> seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Okay, no, incorrect. I'll read it to you again because I think your math might be a little bit off here. <laughs> okay. Mr. and Mrs. Jonas went for a picnic. Oh, seventeen. Okay. <laughs> let me just let me just finish the question okay. one time. Let me just read the question all the way through. Okay. Sorry, okay. I forgot about Mr. and Mrs. Jonas. Okay, right. Ms. Jonas. Yes. So let me just read the question all the way through, and then we can go back and talk through it, okay? Mm. Mr. and Mrs. Jonas went for a picnic. The couple have five sons, and each son has seven sisters who have three babies each. In total, how many people went on the oh. picnic? Okay, hold on. Five yeah. sons. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, then twelve, thirty, fourteen, fifteen. Right. Whoa, you're getting a real big number there, bro. Yes. 36, <laughs> 37, 38 people. 38? <laughs> oh, is this the Brady Bunch? Okay. Hold on. <laughs> so five sons. And yeah, and, and what? each son has three babies, so that's 15. <laughs> I don't think that's it. <laughs> And seven. No, isn't it each son? Okay. Read it again. Okay, yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Jonas went for a picnic. The yeah. couple has five sons, and each son has seven sisters who has three babies each. In total, how many people went on the picnic? And I said 38. 38. <laughs> okay, it's more of like a family reunion. Okay, explain, explain well, your math here, more. There's uh, 15 sons and on sisters. Right. And then the three babies for each of them. Okay, so what do we know for sure? That there are there there are sons and sisters. Let's go through this riddle, Maury. What do we know for sure? Okay, so Mr. and Mrs. Jonas went on a picnic. The couple has five sons, and each son has seven sisters who have three babies each. In total, how many people went on the picnic? What are the things that we know about there this? Are five sons. What do we know for sure? That they went on a picnic. Who went on a picnic? <laughs> the Jonases. Okay. 
So what? So so now, what do you know? What can you now five that you know? Sons. What, okay, each son has seven sisters. Okay, each five sons. Yes, Mr. Mm-hmm. and Mrs. Jonas went out for a picnic. Mm-hmm. The couple has five sons, and each son has seven sisters who have three babies each. In total, how many people went on the picnic? Well, hold on. Okay, so hold on here. Yes, I got the answer. The sons and sisters are. They don't each have sons. They're the sons and sis- sons and sisters of the, the each. <laughs> Five, okay. six, seven, More. eight, nine. What are ten, the thi- eight, What 12. are the things that we know for there are sure? Twelve, twelve kids. Okay. So here's the things that we know for sure. Okay. That Mr. and Mrs. Jonas went on a picnic. Yes, we know that for sure. Okay, we know we know that for sure. Okay, the couple has five sons, and each son has seven sisters. Right, that's twelve. We know that for sure. Okay, those sisters have three babies each, right? Okay, so aha. Okay. No, but what do we know for sure? We know without speculating. Without speculating. I'm not speculating. Okay, without speculating. What do you know for sure? That Mr. and Mrs. Jonas have twelve kids. Right. right. Okay. Pause for one second. Mocha, what's the answer? Two. Right. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it is. What Wait, we what's start? the end of the question? Okay. <laughs> In total, how many people went for the picnic? Say the whole thing again. Mr. and Mrs. Jonas went on a picnic. The couple uh, have five right sons. There. Stop. What? They didn't bring any kids with them. Right. It doesn't say that. But now can we talk about the kids? No. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So the story this morning, the headline was the Buffalo Spice Latte. <laughs> okay. Tim Hortons, as you know, we all were proud and Canadian and all that other junk when Tim Hortons started going <laughs> into, the, into, the, into the U.S. Yeah. And uh, so there are two locations in Buffalo. And at first time when I read this story, I thought they were trolling everybody and this was like some sort of prank. But I don't know. It seems legit. But they're going to do the Buffalo Spice Latte in two locations in Buffalo, New York, where it is a latte with... Uh, buffalo wing sauce in it and then buffalo seasoning sprinkled over top of the whipped cream. No, thank you. So again, That sounds so disgusting. Again, it is a latte with buffalo wing sauce in it. That is what, like, I'm all for funky drinks that uh, any and all coffee shops want to come up with. Sure. But that is definitely where I draw the line. Okay. But as a foodatist, I have to try everything. Okay. So Maury has to try everything. So we've set this up now. Are you sure you want to do this more? I spent two bucks on it. Okay. Oh, this is the, <laughs> this is the, uh, this is the president's choice buffalo sauce. That's oh, good. See, that's, that's good. the one that's, we have at home. Yes. Yeah, Can I just that say that really good the guy at the sauce. store stood there for like 10 minutes yeah. telling me how great this sauce yeah. okay, is? Okay. Hold on. Let me, it let me really look, is. Okay, let me open this. Okay. 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 There's that, and then we have a. This is a Tim Hortons latte, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at that! It's wow. delicious. Okay. So I don't know how many. There, there's great. and in the story with the buffalo spice latte, there's no. Um, I don't I, even know. There's there's no measurements for no, but it. I so assume I don't it's know. just two clumps. Yeah. Okay. So two I'll do. I'll, I'll, you know what I'll do? Like when you get a shot of something in your latte, they just give you a shot, right? Sure. Yeah, okay. So, so I'll go. just I'll just do that. So I'm just gonna give this a shot, oh! right there. dude. That was more than a shot. No, it wasn't more. You My know how much God. a shot is. Stirring okay. it up. Okay. So now I got a spoon. I'll just stir this up here. Yo, can I just say that <laughs> that <laughs> that <laughs> latte looks even more tick right now? Yeah, it does. Wow. Okay. So here we go. Give it a nice big stir. Again, this is the, uh, we'll try the Buffalo, our version of the uh, Buffalo Spice Latte from Tim Hortons. FYI, okay. I, I can smell that from here. All That's mixed what she up. said. Okay, Maury, here you go. Down the hatch. Smell it first. Describe the smell. Does it just smell like coffee? or No, it smells as if you took a chicken wing and dunked it in coffee. Mmm, delish. And? Go. Big sip. Come on. Bigger sip. Oh. 
Oh, my. <laughs> you know what? It, it, it's like it's good, but I want it to be better. That's what she said. Do you want to put some more in? <laughs> Maybe I didn't put enough buffalo sauce in it. Oh, oh, dude, that was a big gulp. Oh. How's it feel? It's good, but it's really like uh, like spicy. Yeah. But it tastes it tastes like soupy chicken. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying when I say soupy chicken? It tastes like soupy chicken. <laughs> it tastes like soupy chicken. I'm gonna get that on a t-shirt. I, if somebody please, if you could, if you could make me a t-shirt that just simply reads, "It tastes like soupy chicken." <laughs> Maury just spit up. Right Swallow all over one. the microphone. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I'm still drinking it. I don't know. It's up to you, man. It's you your, haven't said it's stop. Your drink. I, I mean, it's not up to me to say this stop. This is your idea. What's your, we didn't establish a safe word before say, we did this. For some reason, I have meat sweats, but I haven't had meat. <laughs> <laughs> so again, this is the Buffalo Spice Latte from Tim Hortons at two locations in Buffalo, New York. It's a latte with buffalo chicken sauce inside the latte okay you know what i'm actually kind of curious now you want to sip come on over oh jesus come on over (laughs) okay mocha's gonna try this so bring your cup wow we've you've never done this you've never seen more enjoying something where you're like man i gotta get in on that no i know okay so because i love chicken wings yeah and i love that sauce from pc Yeah, yeah and i also love tim hortons okay go for it okay (laughs) okay mocha couldn't even swallow i had five drinks of it that is probably the most disgusting thing i have ever had that is so gross what does it say about me if i liked it that is so Oh, okay, so my God. there you have that. Seriously, enjoy your guys. enjoy your weekend, everybody. Uh, Mocha had one sip that he had to then spit onto the floor of the Buffalo Spice Latte. Maury finished almost half the cup. That is so gross. <laughs> hey, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Kiss ninety two five. Hello, it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Yo, who's this? My name's Jordan. What's up, Jordan? Oh, it's uh, it's been about two years since I've been able to listen to you guys. I moved uh, north of the city, so I'm way out of the zone to listen to you guys. So I'm doing training down in the city, so I was uh, fortunate enough to listen to you guys. And frig, do I miss you guys? You guys make my day. What Hold kind? Of, what kind of training? Like karate? No, I, it's oh. uh, tra- outie training. Oh, I got you. I did I did uh, karate training yesterday. Sure. Oh. Gotcha. So is today, Jordan, the first day in two years that you've listened? Correct. Yo, so you missed a lot then, huh? I missed a lot of you guys. You missed in the summertime when Roz finally got his driver's license. I totally missed out on that. Also, you don't know that Mocha has a kid. No, I don't. You don't know that Maury married Matthew. Holy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. There's a lot that you don't know. Maury and Matthew went to New York City and got married last December. They're yeah. coming up on their one-year wedding That's anniversary. Right. Is he still on the show? Maury, right? Say hi, Maury. Hi, how are you? We, why would we have said Maury just Maury got married if Maury wasn't on the show anymore, bro? Well, because that, that's like a guy that you couldn't forget. That's like the... True. 
that's like the, your favorite pair of underwear that you'll that you'll remember forever. You're right. I'm wearing my favorite underwear. Um, today's also <laughs> the um, seventh anniversary of when I got engaged on stage with oh, Mariah God. Carey. Oh God! You stop celebrating oh. that. Now that you're married, you stop celebrating. You brought it up today. I didn't oh, bring, we didn't bring this that up. up. Any no, but chance you brought you up the get... wedding, and today this happens was the, to be this the was honestly the one time that I thought <laughs> we were going to be able to talk about you being married without having to bring up Mariah Carey. <laughs> but you brought it up on the anniversary okay, of get Mariah out. Carey. So, <sighs> by the way, Jordan, nothing. Maury has not changed whatsoever. <laughs> uh, so Maury and Matthew got married almost a year ago. And then oh uh, on April yeah. 24th, uh, my wife gave birth to our son, Cruz. Well, congratulations to uh, Matthew and congratulations to you. That's awesome. Thank you. And then in the uh, during the summertime when we were on summer vacation, over the course of two weeks, Roz went out and got his driver's license. So should we all be careful, or are we all, are we all good? Like- oh, stop it. Jordan, you missed out, man. <laughs> that that first week, when after we talked about Roz getting his driver's license, all the, the you know, hey, Roz is on the behind the wheel, everyone get off the sidewalks, all those jokes kind of, like, yeah, came and went. So yeah. you missed the boat on that one. Yeah. Were you afraid to get your driver's license? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, I need, I just needed to do it out of necessity. Like no other, no other. I love how Maury got married and Mocha had a kid, and all your questions are based around a 42 year old getting his driver's license. <laughs> it really, it really is that, it really is that fascinating. I guess. <laughs> uh, now that you, now that you're back, uh, do you have any questions for for us or the show? You've been, you've been away for a while. Um, I'm just glad to be able to listen to you guys again. It's, yeah. Uh, you guys put a smile on my face every day, and I'm killing myself laughing already. Hey, and you know uh, the Razamoga show goes till 10 now, right? No, I don't. See, uh, i got to get back in the city. Yeah. See, there yeah. you go. Yeah, the show is on the air until uh, 10 a.m. You guys are the best. Thank you, Jordan. Welcome back to the Razamoga show. Welcome back to Toronto. I appreciate that, boys. Have a great day. Yeah, hey, and uh, Roz has a driver's license, so stay up the sidewalk. Stop it. <laughs> well, we'll never get tired of hearing about that. Oh, God. Nothing's changed. Thanks, Jordan. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Okay, so you know how I've always said when it comes to uh, clubbing that you're too old to club. Who? You. Uh, I'm a millennial. No, 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 no. How am I too old to club? No, 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 Listen, man, bottle service on lock. No, 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 no. You're too old to club. Let me tell you about this new trend, though. Okay. I've always said that I would still maybe go to a club if they had any consideration for people with uh, my lifestyle. Geriatric? No, not geriatric. What I thought would be a great business plan. Is I was like, listen, I may go to a club. Why don't you do like an early seating and like a late seating? So why don't you, if you have a club, like a open the show. doors? Yeah, like a comedy show, early show, late show. Uh-huh. So if you own a club, why don't you let people in to come and hang out, drink, party, and dance from like six to ten, right? Then shut it down and let the hardcores come in from eleven until three, four o'clock in the morning, sure. right? So six to ten, even six to nine, I would take six to nine. That's great for me. Well, let's be real. Right? You would really show up like maybe six to seven thirty, right after work. I'd go have a dance, have a drink. Yeah. Life is good. I feel like I've gone out, seen the world, lived that life, right? Okay. So let me read you this story. This is what's happening in New York right now, and it will filter up here. Amid the slowing growth of the $24 billion industry, club owners are looking to capture the 40 to 54-year-olds who spend more on entertainment than any other age group and make up the biggest share of nightlife consumers at bars, lounges, nightclubs, and other venues with limited food services. I am sure I will once I get close to that age. According to this story, 
they are shifting to smaller lounge-like dance spaces, offering bottle service with unique cocktail mixtures and recruiting DJs to play disco. Some cl- <laughs> Stop. Disco! Listen to this. Listen to this right now. Listen Come to me. The, word, the next word's out of my mouth. Okay. Some clubs open earlier for post-dinner patrons who are eager to dance but are not looking to close down a place anymore. My dream is coming true. Clubs are gonna clubs are opening at seven o'clock now. What? Come on. What's wrong with that? I can see that there is a market for that, but I'm not into that market just yet. Some longtime clubs are scrapping large dance floors and creating space to dance between the booths. They say, quote, older patrons, first of all, I not happy with that phrase. <laughs> Older patrons prefer to have a place to hang out, have a nice little bit of champagne, but also they want to be able to just stand up where they are and dance. That's that's for me. This is for me. Just in your spot. You find that my, spot and you don't leave until my it's time own to dance go. floor. Right. It's my own dance floor beside my table. That's what I would love. Seven o'clock. Little drink. Right? Dance, dancing a little John. I could make it home for Grace. <laughs> Right? I could go and get, uh, what's the word? What, what do you do? What's the word I'm looking for here when you go to do a club? What, get lit? Get lit. I could go get lit. <laughs> right? <laughs> have a dance. Uh-huh. Uh, have a, I don't know, like a drink. Yeah. I could go have a dance and a drink and still make it home for Grey's Anatomy. That's the life I want. That's and this the is happening life. in New York City. And it will happen here. Mark my words, it'll happen here. See at the club at 7. <laughs> Okay, this is a one-time offer I'm going to give you right now, Mocha. Okay. You can get in on this with me on the ground floor here. If there's any, because we had a lot of club companies in the city that do really, really great work. Uh-huh. It, I will partner up with them, not financially, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you just take my idea. <laughs> not financially, but I will partner up with them, and we can make this thing happen. So the trend right now, this is out of, out of New York. They're trying to capitalize on the... The, the 40 plus crowd to get them into clubs. Not there yet. Because they are spending more money, as we all know, than any other age demographic on entertainment. So, what the trend is now is to do early sittings at clubs to create clubs that start earlier for that crowd. They've get, gotten rid of the big dance floors, they filled them with booths. You can have a little bit of food, get a bottle service, and they have little dance floors all over the club where if you just want to stand up and have a dance with your lady beside your table, you don't want to do the whole production and walk out to the thing. But you can go at like 7 o'clock. And I've said this forever, that I would still go and get turnt, lit, <laughs> crunk. You can't, you can't even say those words with confidence. <laughs> Okay, Uh, but this is the thing, and I've said this forever, that you need to do an early seating for nightclubs, like between, you know, 7 and 10, and then kick all us old people out, and then do 10 until 5 a.m. for everybody else, all the maniacs, they can go in there. All us young millennials. All all you young millennials. But I'm telling you, this is the trend now, and if somebody wants to partner up with me, Mocha will eventually come around to this, somebody wants to partner up with me, we'll open up a joint in Toronto. And by partner, I mean, of course, like I just said, not financially, of course. <laughs> but if somebody would like to partner up with me, I got all the ideas. I got all the ideas. We can do this. I'm telling you. 416-870-8888. Always looking to take your calls. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? I totally agree. I would go to a club like that, too. 7 o'clock? Yeah. 100%. Perfect. I know. How old I'm are you? I'm 10. I'm 49. 
49. 49, right? And that's that's the trend. That's the, that's what they say is the trend. That is the market that they need to figure out how to get into a club. So what they're doing is they're taking all these sort of restaurants and they're turning these restaurants into kind of like lounge clubs. The same the same yeah. square footage, the same footprint, but they're just rearranging everything to keep you and I in there after we have dinner to just stay and have a dance and maybe get a little buzz. Yeah, I think that's perfect. Me too. What is your name? My name's Angie. Angie, thank you so much, hon. No problem. Have a great day. Kiss 92.5, it's Roz and Mocha. Catherine, what do you want to say? I wanted to say I think that Roz's idea is genius and he should do something about it. Thank you. Wow. Genius was the word, Mocha. How old are you, Catherine? <laughs> I'm 44. Yep. And would you uh, be a part of this trend? Would you attend a nightclub if they open at, sure. like, at like 7 o'clock and then you could be home I by would. like 9, 10? Absolutely. I also grew up in the club era, so we spent our nights in our 20s and 30s at the clubs, but there's no way I'm going out at 10 or 11 o'clock now. No. But I still, I still want to do it. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah, Damn. I'm telling you, people still do. But the problem is, is the is the hours they force you, and and also, and I'll tell you the other thing too is I I, I want a safe space from uh, from 25 year olds. I absolutely. Right. I I don't think that 25 year olds would be looking to go and party at seven o'clock with you and I. So it's going to be the, the group that's going to be there are all going to be people who have already lived that life, but just want a little taste of it amongst ourselves. Yes. Absolutely. Right. I, right. My girlfriends and I, we would love to go to the bar still, but who wants to go out at 11 o'clock? Nobody. Wow. Thank you, Catherine. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Bye. Kiss 92.5. Hi, Sylvia. How are you? I am good. Yourself? Good. Before you say what you're going to say, let me read a couple of tweets, Roz. At Kiss 925, Shanice says, uh, that's literally my dream club experience. I'm not 40, but I'm tired, man. I want to turn up and turn back down by 11. Yes. Yep. Natasha says here, at Kiss 925, that's the life. I want that, too, and I'm only 28 years old. That's exactly what I was going to say. I'm yeah. only 33. I'm a mother of two, and I was going to say that's exactly the nightlife I'm looking forward to. Monday to Thursday is a no-go, but Friday night when you want to just go for a drink and just chill with your friends, have a good time, and then just go home. Be yes. still be home by 9, 10 o'clock. Yes. Wow. Thanks, Sylvia. Thanks. Bye, guys. Yeah. The Ross and Mocha Show Podcast. I was just reading, a, I came across a headline. Talking about short guys. <laughs> Why? What do you are consider? You what do, somebody it, who's six four? Yeah, doing reading an article about short guys. I don't know. I just sometimes stuff pops up, and you know, you just sit and read it. I'm, I don't know. I'm interested in it. Right? Okay. It's, it's very foreign to me. This whole world sure. of like short guys. What's that, more? He works with two short guys. Okay, hold on. First of all, do you consider uh, yourself short, Maury? I consider myself and Mocha short. Excuse me? You're short. Uh, Roz and I are both, like, <laughs> super tall. Have you not seen our TV commercial? Or right. seen the TTC okay. you, No, you're short, dude. You're, like, maybe the same height as me. I don't okay. think how t- so how tall, are, how tall are you, more? Well, I tell people I'm 5'6", but I think I'm shorter. Okay. I think you're, like, 5'4". <laughs> See, but that doesn't go well when you're telling people your height. You got to say at so least five. So even six. though you consider yourself to be short, if you heard somebody describing you to somebody else and they use the word short, would that hurt your feelings? As long as it's not followed by stocky. Right. <laughs> stocky. What's wrong with stocky? Well, short, stocky. Don't we don't like stocky. I well, thought stocky, stocky was. What's wrong with like, stocky? Yeah, you could be like that's pretty swole. Stocky is swole. Yeah, like. No, I always assumed of. stocky was kind of chubby. Oh, husky. no, if husky, they, yes, husky. If they called you short and husky. No, yeah. but husky is like a kind of a yeah. term of endearment. So let, like me, let me run you through some of these lists why people I think that think uh, dating a short guy is where it's at. Uh, so oh, they it say uh, you're the perfect kissing height. 
This is true. I'm imagining these are all from these are all from from women, other short guys. from women. Oh, from sorry, women that from are, other that short are people. Yes, uh, they say that they're the life of the party simply because a tall guy walks into a party and they expect to be the center of attention immediately, where the short guy How walks into a party that, and has to work for it. How do you feel? You're always well uh, the center no, of attention. Hold right? on a second. Whenever Moyer walks into a room, you expect to be the center of attention. That's no, what I'm, yeah. a, I'm, a, I, I'm a wallflower. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, great posture, they say. This is because true. I have terrible posture because I'm always looking down at people, sure. both physically and your and back. Your spine is is shaped like Mr. Burns' right. spine. Right. Yes. Yeah. I my, I look like a candy cane in an X-ray. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fantastic. My fantastic head will eventually. Visual. I will eventually. When I keep going, if I grow, if I grow old enough, first of all, I don't think that's going to happen because when's the last time you saw a seventy year old who was six four? Um, <laughs> So I, I eventually, the way that my spine, the top of my spine where my neck is, the, the way that it's sort of going is I eventually <laughs> see myself standing upright and staring at my own chest. Like, like a penguin. Like, like, when like, a penguin looks down. Like, like my head will just curve right around. Like the top of my head will be pointing at the floor. Like I would literally just look like a candy cane. Uh, another reason why women love dating short guys, they say, uh, they don't adjust the car seat. This is a... <laughs> Do you and your wife, Mocha, use the same car seat setting? No. No, you don't. No, no completely. No. Really? Completely different. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, because you're she's you're not that off I'm in height. I'm taller than her. But by how much though? Like a lot. By a lot? Are yeah. you? She's little. Yeah. I don't remember. I still. Her. I have to. I do the seat back. Okay, you do the seat back. Yeah. Okay. I have to. Okay. Come okay. okay. Uh, they say they're better at hugs. Short men are better at uh, hugs. We are. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they hog less space. We do. Well, depending, I guess. <laughs> Vertical. Right. Uh, they're better dancers, they say. Always have been told that. Who tells you you're a better dancer? I've that you're a good dancer. I've never heard anyone say that Damon Maury's a great yeah. dancer. I've never, an interesting dancer. I've never, I've never been in a conversation where I went, yeah, Maury. And they went, Maury, that's the, and I went, the short guy, great dancer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Nobody's ever said that. So again, these are all the, uh, these are all the reasons why uh, people say, say, say short guys are where it's at. Uh, they say that they make better boyfriends. They, they do, they do more housework and they, and, uh, and, and they, <laughs> well, and they do more housework and studies say that they do divorce far less uh, than their taller counterparts. Yeah, we divorce less, but I mean, housework, I don't know. Right. Well, Matthew Short, he does all the housework. Right. Oh, and also, um, both the uh, men and women say that uh, dating a short guy is the greatest reason because they each put the coffee mugs on the same low shelf in the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Truth. Uh, a lot of people mm. taking that time to get that turkey right. Yeah, and it's a very stressful time making that kind of meal. It really, really is. And you had said, Roz, that in your house, you're usually the one that takes care of the bird. Yeah, I like, I, I take care of everything, right? It's my production. So Everyone I, out of the kitchen, just yeah, let you do your thing. Just let me do my thing, right? And you're happy to do it. And I'm more than happy to do it. But this year, my uh, my brother, my sister-in-law took care of everything. So I was just like, I was even, I was just as happy. Just as happy. So, for example, in our family, my yeah. mother-in-law cooks a bomb-ass turkey, yeah. and we just let her do her thing. Done. And it is delicious. Yes. In the Dammit's household, in the Dammit's condo yesterday, right? they decided to do the turkey together. Can, can we just preface this real quickly by saying that the first turkey Maury bought, they had a hole in the bag, and so he complained to the store and had to get a different turkey. And because Maury was so distraught, 
that he negotiated a larger turkey. So Maury and Matthew, two people who are both about, I don't know, 140 pounds each. <laughs> I thought you were going to say combined, soaking wet. Soaking wet. Uh, they came home <laughs> with a 21-pound turkey for two people. <laughs> So imagine the production that went into cooking this damn bird. No, it's already thawing. Just leave it there. Yeah, but it'll thaw faster. It's already thawed. I'm just what more do you need? Here, it'll thaw faster. It doesn't need it though. It's already thawed. Oh, he doesn't listen. Cut this open. I'm supposed to put like some parsley. Do whatever you want. Put <laughs> some jasmine. Not putting jasmine. What the hell is jasmine? It'll add some really neat flavor. Mori. Can we try it? Did you need to get this big of a turkey? It doesn't even fit in our pan. <laughs> What's he doing now? I just want you Don't to smell. you dare. I just want you to smell it. the jam jasmine. No. It just jasmine. smell the jasmine. It'll add to the flavors. I will murder you and roast you. Wow. Oh, wow. This is so much work. Just rip it. Maury, you have blood all over your hands and you're going to touch other things. Do not. I'm not kidding. Do not with me. Oh. Just put it in here. So I'm gonna stressful. Lose my mind. So you have to stressful. massage the skin. What do you mean, massage the skin? Oh. All this work, I don't know why. <laughs> this was your idea. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Rub the skin. You shut up. I got, I wanna lift No, you have to bring the pan here. You do that. Bring the pan here. <laughs> okay, I'll lift it. You're gonna hurt yourself. Uh, you're gonna hurt yourself. I'm not gonna hurt myself. It's heavy. You have to save the wishbone. It's how dreams come true. Yeah, you know what my dream is? For this place to be disinfected because I feel like there's turkey blood everywhere. Oh. You ruined the soup. Now it's liquid. You didn't tell me to stop. I thought there was a little bit. I, you saw with your eyes. I thought you were going to tell me what to stop. Now what's he doing? As if you know what to do with cranberries. You just don't do I'm going to shove these up the Get out of the kitchen, go back to the sofa. Put this away. This doesn't fit in there. Use the other hand. Get the broom. The, the broom isn't there, sweetie. Maybe we should learn where the broom is. <laughs> I don't use the broom. It's not ready. It didn't pop up. The thing's broken, obviously. You no. Look, there's herb cut underneath it. It's fine. No, no, no. It's not ready, Maury. Legit. Let's put it back in. How much drier do you want this to be? It's not cooked inside clearly because the thing didn't pop up. I'm just broiling at 500 at this point. I'm oh my god! <laughs> I don't care. I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, we're never doing this again, so I hope you're enjoying this moment because it's like never happening again. You say that every year. No, this time I mean it. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone! <laughs> hey! The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So I'm finally ready to admit that I say onion wrong. Because <laughs> <'cause, laughs> what? Was we've had this conversation so many times on the show where my Ron's whole life finally my, admitting that he's yeah, wrong. Yeah, no, that I say something wrong. Um, so we've had this conversation many times on the show where my whole life, and I don't know why, but I say onion. Onion. Yeah. U n g. Yeah. Onion. Yeah. And which is completely wrong. Which is completely wrong. I, I understand. That. I just don't know why I say it, and now I'm too old to change. So sorry, guys. It's gonna be onion <laughs> for the rest of onion. my life. It would be just too weird for me to change at this point. Okay. Okay. Right. I was, it was already difficult me enough when I was a kid when I thought being a garbage man was the coolest job in the world. It's still a cool job, but not the coolest job in the world. It was very difficult for me to change that way of thinking. It's going to sure. be very difficult. Like astronaut. Me, like astronaut, right? Like, <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, so, and then 
there was a lot of over Thanksgiving weekend. There's, of course, there's a lot of talk about onions because everything is onions in it, right? Yeah. So it's just onion, 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 onion. And I find myself now not wanting to take part in the conversations because I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to have to say the word. I don't want to say the word. <laughs> onion. Right. I don't have to yeah. say the word, and then I don't want to have to have that conversation of where people that I don't really know look at me and go, "Why do you say it like that?" It's just it's a whole thing. So then, so somebody started sending me. People started sending me this one particular video okay. of this of this one chef. And they were like, hey, man, listen, don't feel so bad about how wrong you are with the say the way you say onion, because at least you're not this guy. And so I can't even tell you the amount of people that DM me this video. And okay. it's by a guy named Chef Jean-Pierre. Uh-huh. Okay, so he does an instructional video, by the way, on how to cut an onion. An onion? Yes, mean. on how to cut an onion. See? So, there, you said so, it. Okay, so allow me to play this for you. This made me feel better. So okay. I want to share it with everybody here. How do we dice an onion? Boy, that's a big <laughs> onion. Look at that. Woo! <laughs> okay. <laughs> How do we dice an onion? Boy, that's a big onion. Look at that. Pause, pause, pause. <laughs> okay. So he says onion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. How do we dice an onion? That's a big onion. Onion. Okay. Oh, onion. How do we dice an onion? Boy, that's a big onion. Look at that. Woo! <laughs> First of all, what, what constitutes a good onion? A good onion is a heavy <laughs> onion. This one, I'm telling you, this is a six-pound onion. <laughs> Maybe not six-pound, but it's a heavy one. And it's also an onion with the pepper skin of the onion. It's pretty whole. See, it's whole together. Now what we need to do is we need to remove, this is the tip of the onion, and this is the root end. You see the root right here? So we need to remove the root, and we need to remove the tip, so then we can remove the skin of the onion. This is when we're going to use a paring knife, but we're going to use it this way. We're not going to use it this way because that would be kind of dangerous. If we slipped, we would hurt ourselves. So if we take the paring knife and we hold it like that, we put it in, and look what happened. I... The onion is turning around the knife, not the knife around the onion. No, no. Onion! I'm going to do it again on the other side. Okay, look. Boop. Remove the root. And now look at the top so, end. I'll do the same. And look. So now oh, what I want to voila. feel. I'll remove both sides just like that. Very simple to do, right? So now, now I want to feel better about myself. let's remove the pepper skin of the onion. We're going to cut it. Okay. <laughs> So I don't feel so bad. And I know that it's the French accent talking, oh, right? No. He's not that he's saying something wrong. Like he's probably saying it wildly correct because this guy seems very proper with the way that he's chopping up an onion. <laughs> uh, but this still think, makes me feel better about the way that I say onion. I think you should start saying onion. <laughs> onion. Yeah. That would raise more eyebrows, I think, than I the way that I know. say it. If I just in a regular accent yeah. started saying onion, yeah. please. People think you fancy, son. <laughs> Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, so, hey, uh, come in here for a second. I want to have a conversation with you guys. Nothing heavy. Don't worry about it. No, you're not in trouble. Uh, so, one of the longest running studies on happiness started at Harvard in 1938. Okay. Wow. And it's still ongoing. What? Yeah. You're not done yet? No. Uh, JF- JFK was part of the original group. And about 60 people from it are still alive who are all in their 90s now. It's okay. a ha- it's a happiness study. So over the course of almost 80 years, the researchers they have happy found... that they reached 90? Yes, exactly. <laughs> over the course of almost 80 years, the researchers have found that the two main things that affect long-term happiness the most, especially when you get older. So if you're only focused on those two things, here's what they should, should be. Should we guess? Um, Debt? 
No, that's well, uh, no, not, not that specific. But Just let the man finish. No. Okay. So, so the key to happiness. What do you feel ruins your happiness, Maury? Like debt. You, debt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then everything that comes with debt, like terrible, like home life you know arguments, what, stress, I'm, I'm super sweating, fishy, blood, official likes. Okay. Oh, so like not getting enough likes on on Instagram and yeah, stuff like really? that. Social media stuff. Yeah. I'm. I hate to say it, it's but it, I'm not, I'm, why would I lie to you? No, no, no. It's, it's why no, would it, I lie? They've, there's no more. There's studies. It's an addiction. It's like there's yeah. there's smoking, alcohol, heroin, and social media likes. Like yeah. you're chasing the same thing. A lot of people are. Um, okay, so here they are right now. Would you like to know the two keys to happiness? Yes. According to a study that's been going on for a hundred years, uh, don't sweat the small stuff. Try not to let things stress you out if they don't really matter. That's really vague, though. No, if they don't really matter. This means you have to start putting things into perspective and realizing what's important and what is not. People who can do this tend to be happier. They realize that life is short, focus mm-hmm. on the good stuff, yep. and don't let the bad stuff in life stress you out too much. Like, crumb, right. like don't get angry if there are crumbs on the floor mm-hmm. right after you clean the floor. That, would I would say, would be a very small <laughs> thing. That's not even the small stuff. That's okay. the stuff that shouldn't even matter. Like stepping in dog poo. Right. Yeah, sure. Stepping in dog poo. I, I'm going a little bit more like, you know, getting likes on Instagram and stuff like this. That's Don't the, sweat that's the con- small stuff. That's considered small stuff. Okay. 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 So you got a long way to go before you get crumbs on the floor. Fighting. <laughs> okay. uh, and uh, the number two key to a long-term happiness, don't let yourself become too isolated. They found that a really strong connection between how happy people are is how much they socialize and how close they are See? when they stay so this with is their why friends. you're not happy. Was? What? You need to get out more, no, bro. No. No, yeah, no, 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 I'm you don't so- like to see, talk to, interact with people. Right. That's fine, though. That's fine. Okay. So, so you're, you're not included he's, in the study because he's not looking for I'll, happiness. I'll, t- I'll tell you what the I'll tell you what the the most stressful part of this is is that they've come up with a a, a 60 year study that JFK was part of, and it's only two things. <laughs> right. It's not a list of ten that you can maybe sure. say I'm six out of ten. Yeah. I got a lot of it covered. Man, two things. Don't sweat the small stuff and don't isolate yourself. <laughs> That's tough. But but the study's still going, and they it's, still only have two. They still only have two. There may only be one when they're finished with oh, this thing. Oh, no. Yeah. So you might luck out completely. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Get out. Talk to people, Roz. Yeah. Interact with people, Roz. Sure. You'll be a happier person. I think the number one by the time they're all said and done is just going to be, don't be friends with Maury. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, Kiss925, who's this? Celeste. How are you, Celeste? Hi, good. How are you? Good. What up? What can we do for you? It's Roz and Mocha. Well, how long have you guys been working together now? Roz and I have been on Kiss 92.5 for As just over couple. eight years. <laughs> 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 so, okay, have you guys ever had, like, a moment where you get frustrated with each other or annoyed or a full-out fight, and then the next day you have to go into work and, like, deal with that awkwardness? No. Never. <laughs> We have what? never, no. in the eight years that we've been working here, Roz and I have never argued once. We have never left the show angry with each no. other. We've never showed up uh, before the show started and been angry with each other. We've never had to have a kind of behind-the-scenes serious conversation about something that has happened on the show or anything of that matter. We've never had to hug it out. We've never had to dance it out. We've never had someone call a meeting in our behalf because we need to talk things out. Never happened. Oh, wow. We've never had to settle a dispute with uh, with our bare knuckles. Nothing. Right. Nothing. Wow. Well, that's you guys are bigger people than I thought. <laughs> yeah. 
no, it's 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 not a it's not a difficult thing to do to just come in and be happy every day. Now, I understand what a lot of people work in this business. It is there's certain things that are difficult because egos play a huge role and. Yeah. you know, create, especially when you're doing creative stuff and you're trying to do comedy and you're trying to do all this stuff like that, you could run into a lot of roadblocks, but it just so happens that Mocha and I have never been out of sync with the, with each other. Have you guys ever been out of sync with Damn It Maury? Oh, <laughs> let me count the ways. <laughs> <laughs> but that's part of the, but that's, but again, that, that's all part of it, right? Right. Like, I don't Because th- anything that happens with us and Damn It Maury ends up being talked about on the radio anyway yeah like maury like how many days has maury not come in here where moke and i've looked at each other and went oh god what's the matter with maury today <laughs> but 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 it, but it, but that but that's part of the reason why everything just sort of works right right you know so but, damn it maury plays his part damn it maury yeah damn it maury does his thing but uh, no moke and i we've never had the we've we've never had one of those moments moke and i all right good hold to on know. maury wants to Isn't say it something true that you course. always know that i'm angry at you when i send you an invoice for gas yeah no there's you have a lot of tells where i know you're angry oh my god when you when you sit in when you sit in there and you just read the internet without your glasses on i know you're angry <laughs> 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 or where you're sitting in the other room and your arms are crossed yeah and you're not saying anything yeah yeah or you know you know what you know what maury does this is why i can always tell i'm gonna make him mad right now i can always tell when maury's pissed because um i'll ask him to do something right i'll say hey maury can you get me this thing and i'll always know that that maury's in a terrible mood when i go hey maury get me that thing and he goes i sent it to you where i ask him to do something and when the task is completed he doesn't bother to say hey did that thing for you he just sends it and then is like fine here take it and then i just i'm expected to then find it in my in my inbox somewhere that's, that's when I, that's when i know that's when i know maury's uh, that's when i know maury's pissed awesome thank you guys so much yeah. you guys are awesome. awesome to listen to thanks thank yeah. you very much for listening love you lots so, so we're cool so we're good. yeah we're good today yeah, today we're good more. don't worry about it buddy we're good today the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, da, 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 da. Luke Perry. This is Luke Perry's birthday today. I wanted to oh. point this. I wanted to point this out because happy birthday, Chandler. Because Luke Perry's one of those guys. No, not Chandler. Who's Chandler? Who? Wait, wait a second. Which one's Chandler? Am I? Oh, sorry, up? Luke Perry. Friggin' Dylan. No, Matthew Perry. Oh, yeah, Matthew yeah. Perry. Dylan is Chandler Bing. And, and the only reason I bring up Luke Perry is because back in the day. When 90210 was on, we had all heard these, all these stories of how they were all like in their, you know, 40s while they were playing high school kids. Sure. And they all could not have been in their 40s well, while they I were think playing high school wasn't kids. Wasn't the oldest of the bunch Steve Sanders? Steve Sanders was actually the oldest. And I had always thought that it was Dylan that was the old. I know. I always thought it was Andrea. That was the yes, oldest. Andrea Zuckerman Andre, with the glasses, Andre, the nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Secretly in love with Dylan. Secretly, uh, no, secretly in love with Brandon. Secretly in love with Brandon. But they hooked up, didn't they? At one point, I think maybe. Yeah, they, yeah I Later think on maybe in the they series, did. They hooked up. I think maybe they did, and then they were. They, I don't think it's when they were working at the Blaze together. What was the Blaze? Their newspaper that they worked on oh, together. Right. Remember, she was the editor. Brandon oh, was, Brandon yeah. was the, the reporter. She was always riding him a little too hard. Sure. Yeah. And he's like, there's no pleasing you, Andrea. <laughs> and she's like, well, there's one way. Um, so Luke, take off these glasses. Luke Perry today. <laughs> I know she had that loose home perm. <laughs> the older I got, the more attractive I found Andrea, by the way. Why? Because you thought she was a teacher? No, no, I don't know what it was. She just, I found a quality in her later in life that, uh, that didn't exist when I was in high school watching this show. Just innocent, quiet. It. Yeah, no, there's something about her. There's something about her. So anyway, so Luke Perry today, uh, 51. 
Luke Perry is not 51. Yeah, yeah. Luke Perry Dylan is 51. Dylan's 51. I think Steve Sanders is. How old is Ian Ziering? Yo, Ian Ziering just celebrated a birthday recently, didn't he? Yeah, I think. It was in and around the time the latest Sharknado Scott, I dropped. I think he's like 53 now. 53. Yeah? Yeah. So yeah. hold on. So him and Luke Perry. Yeah. Dylan. Yeah. Are close in age. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So Ian Ziering was, I think that he was... He was always 10 years older than his character, right? Yeah. So meaning, because Ian Ziering is 10 years older than I am. And so I, when I was in grade nine, when I, when they started 90210, I was yeah. in the same cycle as they were throughout the sure. show. So when they graduated high school, it was the year I graduated high school. So he was supposed to be like what? 14, so he was, 15? So he was always 10 years older than what he was playing. So when Ian Ziering was playing a 17-year-old, Ian Ziering was 27 years oh, old. Oh man. Yeah, he was always 10 years old. Wow, that is nuts. Yeah, than what he was uh, than what he's playing, right? Imagine that, 27-year-old in high school. Now he was not a 27-year-old no, in I high know, school. No, I know, but still just playing it. Yeah. Like I wonder if the if any of the extras who were at the high school if they were high school age well, and like looking at somebody like Steve Sanders yeah, and being like, well, that, well, old guy well, playing, well, well, playing the, one of us. I know. Well, that's the whole thing. Cause you, you, you have to then populate that world with everybody who sort of looks the same. Otherwise it would be weird. Like I go into Roxy's school to pick her up and I see kids who are in grade 10 and yeah. a lot of them just look like children. Sure. Right, and you you would definitely notice a twenty seven year old. Yeah, so <laughs> among among them. So you think all the extras and stuff were all in and around the state same age I as the main the, cast, I, like mid twenties ish, ish, late teens, very late teens, early twenties, even yeah, maybe. That'd be weird, right? You have to sort of populate everybody around the same age because you can't have. You can't have uh, Luke Perry and Ian Ziering being 27 and then stick them in a situation with actual 17-year-olds. But what about, like, the parents notice. and the teachers? Like, They'd have to be older, older. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But you can also make them look older with makeup, too. Sure. They aged up. Uh, so, like, I wonder if any of the Luke. teachers on the show were ever younger. Like, close to the same age? Oh, probably. Close to the same age or yeah. younger yeah. than Ian Ziering and... At, Luke some, at some point, I'm sure, maybe they threw in like a cool drama teacher with long hair. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> anyway, happy birthday, Luke Perry. There you go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Kiss 92.5, Mocha, Felix Cartel. Get what you give. It's go. Thursday. It's October 12th. Good morning, Toronto. I like the song that starts with a harp. Oh, you like that? <laughs> yeah. That's like back in the day. I heard a song. The, what was that song? You know when people used to do like a real romantic song? Okay. And it would always start with like birds at the beginning. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. You knew it was going to be a romantic song when they, sure. when they did. What was the song? Was Northern, it? The Northern Lights. I know the one you mean. No, um, no, no. It was an RB song. It was like, oh. it was like not boys to men. Life or, in a Northern Town starts with birds. No, hold on here. R, how do you spell R and B? Is it R and B or R N B? Well, that's a really ridiculous question. I should know that by now in life. <laughs> Just do R and then the and symbol B. Oh, so it's no R. Spaces. It's R and B, yeah. not R and B. So what were you saying, Maury? Life in life in a northern town. Life. What song is that? Who sings that? The oh first. You're gonna auto, know it. You're gonna know it. The autofill that popped up first was "Life Is a Highway." Great oh, song, which I know every word to. Nobody asked. Life. What? In a northern town. In a. Northern Town. Yeah. Uh, Dream Academy. That's the one. Okay, let's see. Oh. 
What song is this? Never heard this before. Man, ain't no birds in this. That's wind. 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 Oh, wind. wind. Well, say, you know, I mean. Wind, I, wind and birds are the same. Yeah, I get it, though. No. Oh, my God, this song. Oh, my God, I love it. <laughs> oh, I'm to think it. of what song it was. It wasn't The Temptations. It wasn't. Um, oh, like that far back? No, no, it was 80s. It was definitely 80s. I heard it not that long ago where I was like, literally, this is birds? So it wasn't like Why wasn't, you it wasn't, song it wasn't baby birds. face. You Google that. That's okay. a ridiculous thing to Google. I don't R want Google knowing that that's what I'm looking song for. That starts with, with birds. Maybe even like, like yeah, birds. I'm gonna say they even sound like pigeons. What are some big R and B bands from the '80s? Boys to Men. Was that a? Was that a? Were they the '80s? Late '80s. Late '80s. What's a, What's a big boys? Uh, New Kids on the Block. No, no, no. Tony, no. Tony, Tony. No, 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 no. What's a big boys to men song from the 80s? I'll Make Love to You on Bended Knee. <laughs> no, River I shouldn't dry. have brought this up. I should have had, a, should have had this figured out what the song Keith was. Sweat? No, because you always knew. And then that, like back in the day, everything, if it didn't have a saxophone, you weren't making love to it. Ooh. You know what I mean? But and you, you don't hear, harp, right? And you was don't Kenny hear. G the, that was famous for playing saxophone. No, it's Kenny G played a weird. He played no, a he different played the, kind the of flute that comes the straight out the mouth. Yeah, the, the flute that comes the straight out the mouth. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Was it like a clarinet? But it looked like a trumpet. It looked like a clarinet. But it looked like I a don't clarinet. Even know what it was mixed called. with a trumpet. Yeah. But also sounded like. Yeah. Sounded like a saxophone. It sounded like a saxophone. Okay, Find out now. if this person on the phone <laughs> knows the song I'm talking about. It was an hold on. PM Don. No, it wasn't PM Don. Okay, hold on. It was a uh, it was an R it was an R it was an R&B song. No, it had singing in it. It was an no. R&B song now from the Kenny. 80s. Instrument was it that to men? Kenny G plays. No, it's a saxophone. It's a saxophone, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, did you know Kenny G has created his own line of saxophones called Kenny G saxophones. <laughs> of course he did. No, but man, you had to have, there were certain things that you had to have uh, if you wanted to do that sort of love song. Like if you wanted, if you wanted people to make love to your music, you had to have certain things in it. Yes, saxophone back the in the day was one of them. suggesting flock of seagulls I ran no. for the what? I said, for God's sake, Maury, I said an R&B act. Flock of seagulls. Birds. No, it's not flock of seagulls. <laughs> seagulls is in the name of the band. I don't trust anything you say, man. You know what I mean? You give I'll, me a song title, you say it starts man, with birds, okay. meanwhile it's like straight up wind. Okay, if some, okay just keep on calling. We're going to take a I break. suggested oboe for what the guy's playing. Oboe? No, it's not an oboe. Okay, first of all, we have 19 different conversations happening right now. What are we trying to figure out? What the okay. R&B song was that had pigeons at the beginning? No. Or what bloody instrument Kenny G played? No, Kenny G played saxophone. Okay, That's thank you. end of story. That's it. Okay. Okay? For God's sake. R&B okay. song from the 80s okay. that starts with birds. What? Tarzan Boy. No, you jackass! <laughs> A couple of tweets. At Kiss925. Yeah. Uh, Jay Pizzalis. And also... I hope I'm saying this right. Sio Girl Mo. <laughs> I, love, know. I love that name, by the way. Sio Girl Mo. Okay. Uh, tweeted at Kiss925, Can You Stand the Rain by New Edition. Oh. What was that? I don't think it was New Edition. Oh, Jesus. There's a whole flock of birds. Oh, cute birds. Oh, yeah. Totally. That, was a that is a May I Have This Dance yes. kind of song. 
But that's what I'm saying. That was the call. You knew it was going to be romantic when they put the birds at the beginning of these songs. And I don't know why they made that decision over and over and over again. Yo, side note. Yeah. This song has 67.6 million views on no, YouTube. No, it doesn't. Yeah. For real. Number one hit from New Edition, man. It's a classic joint right here. Yeah, it's great. On a perfect day. Oh. Yeah, but you got a bird sound. So anyone takes the phone calls? Johnny Gill with that voice. Oh, f- please. Is that the song, though? No, that's not no? it. No? it's oh. not it. Uh, 416-870-8888. Hey, Rosamoka. What Yo. up? Yo. Hey, I'm here to help you out with that song. Thank okay. You, R&B song from the 80s starts with birds. Minnie Ripperton, Loving You. <gasps> Minnie Ripperton. Loving oh. You. Oh, that song? That's it. Was that the, is that the one I'm thinking of that starts with birds? Oh man, I don't. I haven't heard that song in forever. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not it. But this is great. Yeah, like you needed to have some sort. Of, like you needed a bird sound at the beginning of a love love song. I have another suggestion from someone. What's that? Uh, Loving you by Karen Carpenter. No. No, not R&B. Tell them thank you, though. Hey, what's your name on the phone? Danny. Danny, thanks so much, bro. No worries. Okay, hold on. Wow. Listen, the birds go all the way through this song. Yeah, and the birds ain't stopping. It's such a peculiar thing, huh? Wow, they really went all in on the bird sounds. For sure. It's a pretty song, actually. Oof, that note. Oh, man. Kiss 92.5, Ronza Mocha. Uh, good morning, and how are you today? Doing great. How are you? I am great, thank you. So I'm listening to you guys, and I think I know what song you're thinking about that has the birds at the beginning. Please. Go. Cool and the Gang, Cherish. <gasps> oh, my God, that's such a good song. Okay. Oh, hold cool. on here. And the Gang. And the gang. This may be it, sweetheart. Yes, cherish. Cherish. Okay. It yeah. starts off with the birds at the beginning. Really? Yeah. Hang on. Let's see. Yeah, he said seagull. Listen. There's waves. <laughs> Seagulls. See, he yeah. said seagull. Yeah, and listen, they keep going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Toronto fam came out. Thank you. See, this was the song. I'm in the 80s. I love the 80s, so I yeah. know my song. And we love you. Have a great day. This was it. Thank you. Wow, listen to this. Oh, man. This is a classic joint, man. Oh, man. I slowed in to this a bunch. 1984 is when this was released. Is it, was it really? Yeah. I often wake. I often wake. Wow. Before I lay down by your side. And you receive your Man. Somebody better dance with me right bloody now. Cherish the love we have. Thank you for your devotion. It's uh, much appreciated. Come on, let's dance. Don't touch me. I, I take it back. I don't want to dance. I take it back. Cherish the love. <laughs> Cherish the life. Cherish the life. Yeah, man, you had to have a bird sound if you wanted people to make love to your music. Hey.
The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Drake, who is now linked to Bella Hadid. Oh, what? wasn't a uh, new couple alert? Hold on here. Wasn't the weekend dating her? Yes. Oh, no. But according to HollywoodLife.com, Bella Hadid, 21, celebrated her 21st birthday downtown New York on October 9th. And there was a very familiar face in attendance. Mm-hmm. Drake. The rapper was photographed trying to make a swift exit from the venue. And although a photo is a bit blurry, it's proof that he was definitely at the supermodel's bash. Okay, hold on here. So Bella and... It was Bella that was dating The weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Back in June, the bear sparked romance rumors when they partied together at the nice guy. And she reportedly went home in one of the rapper's cars. Because mm-hmm. he has so many of them. The details of their reported relationship were never confirmed. And they weren't seen out together any time after that. Until now! So, question for you. What's the statute on when your buddy, and this is for guys and girls, what's the statute on when your friend breaks up with somebody that you can then go in and date them? When they get hooked up with somebody? Because the, the weekend seems to be pretty happy right now with Selena Gomez. Yeah. Um, is this the same in gay world, more? or is it not the same in gay world? That does it not matter? You can come in and say that. That's fine. See, when I was in grade nine... There was a girl in my school that I liked. Yeah. Adrian. Okay. And my buddy, Neil, who went to a completely different school. Okay. Who I had known since grade three. Yeah. Had met her and eventually started dating her for a bit. And then Neil was my best friend. Okay. And I was like jealous, but cool at the same time. Right. But then when they broke up, I was like, whatever, Neil. She's like, I liked her first. So I went and I and I hooked up with her. Okay. I dated her for a bit. Okay. And so, me and Neil are still cool. Okay. Yeah, because my, my brother and I have dated the same girl. Twice. <laughs> twice? Yeah. <laughs> not the same girl twice. Two oh. different two different women. Two different women. But it's not this like this in your this world, is, more. This isn't this shouldn't be okay in any world. What should be okay? Once you date it, you can't go into uncharted territories and date your friends. X. You, you can't, can't do that. No, really? you shouldn't be able to. Funny thing is, this not, just happened though? on this past weekend's Curb Your Enthusiasm. Right. Yeah, but why can't you? Why? Why do you feel that I way? I just though? think that it's it, like ever. I just think that it's um, it touches, it ruins a friendship. I really think that it's like you know what? That was that was my shirt. You know, if I don't want to wear that shirt anymore, it's not your shirt to wear. I'm yeah, but using shirt I, as an example of X. Use a different example. To yeah. Speak from the heart here. Don't talk about <laughs> First of all, nobody wants to wear your shirt, Maury. Yeah, <laughs> I've got some good shirts. I got, Where? A couple, Where? I got a couple shirts that I recently got that you yeah. haven't even seen yet. Yeah, from Canada. Yeah, <laughs> yeah your, 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 your super great, awesome, expensive yeah. shirt that you'll never get to see, though. But yeah. I have one. Yeah. I have a really awesome, expensive I'm shirt. It. I'm saving it's it. still in the plastic. Yeah, okay. Special night. Here's for a special night. It's my special shirt. I'm saving it for when I, after I started, started working out. <laughs> my new arms were going to look great. There's my goal shirt. <laughs> We I don't, don't have a gold shirt. This. No, we don't. Um, so you've never, so you don't have a friend where you've broken up with somebody. Because my philosophy is this: if like, uh, if you have a friend that you really like and they're a really cool person, and they date somebody who you also like and they're just a really cool person, if it doesn't work out between those two people, there's still two. But let me cool put it people. to you this like, way: and that's a difficult thing to. If you're dating Antoine, 
Okay. And, you know, you break up How with How long Antoine. has he been dating Antoine for, though? You've been dating Antoine for, let's say, three years. Okay. You break up with Antoine. Where did they meet? And then I yeah. say to you, you know, hey, you know, you broke up with Antoine. Do you think that, you know, would it be okay with you if I asked Antoine on a date? No, but were, you, but, but were you and Antoine friends prior to... We're in the to, friend circle. We're in the friend prior circle. Prior to Roz so knowing I, I met, Antoine? I got to know Antoine because Roz was dating Antoine. Okay. Oh, so, so then, you came into the picture later then? No, Roz and I were already sure. friends, but then he dates Antoine, and so I get to know Antoine because I'm friends with Roz. Gotcha. So okay. then I go to Roz, hey, dude, you broke up with Antoine. I'm going to go and see if I, I can hook up. Uh, My thing of, is this. That means that... While you two were together, I've been secretly hoping no, that you guys would break no, up because and, I wanted Antoine. No, and, and also, I'll tell you what, the idea of going to somebody and asking permission from somebody to, to, to go out with somebody is ridiculous to me. That's the I proper would, way I, to no, do it. No, it's not. You, you, after, after you start hooking up, then you, you, you do the graceful thing and maybe inform your friend that you've hooked up. But you don't go and ask permission. That's insanely this is a human rude. Being, this is a human yeah, being we're speaking of it's here. It's your ex. But I should be able to say, hey, You don't have you, ownership over affect, a human, Maury. No, but is it going to affect Doesn't our friendship nah. if I go out with Antoine. No, it shouldn't. And if it affects the friendship, then a lot of other things would affect the friendship, too. It's out of respect. No, no, no. Do you know fine. what that means? Sure, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Yeah. Find out what it means to me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I do respect, Maury? A nice shirt. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. I'm going to take it back to 1985 real quick, Roz. With Great year, number one hit. My girl was one. Wow. Right? Bravo, Ross. Thank you. This is my youth. So there's a reason why I'm playing this, but let's just enjoy this classic moment in music. Again, 1985. When songs were released and it took them forever to start singing. I know. All right, so you remember the song yeah. Take On Me by Aha? By Aha. Yeah. So Aha. Such a weird band name, Aha. Recently was a part of MTV's Unplugged. Really? And MTV released a album and DVD for a bunch of the artists who appeared in their Unplugged series. But AHA only had but the one song, though. Right. Okay. And they went to MTV Unplugged and performed this song. Recently. Recently. Really? You want to hear it? Sure. This is AHA. AHA. Oh. Talking away. I don't know what. To say, I'll say it anyway. It's kind of a bummer song now, right? Jeez, super to find you shying away. Mm. I'll be coming for your love, okay? And take on me. Take me on. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I mean, it's a beautiful song. Like, it's a wrong. great the guy's, song. The guy's got a banging voice. And he can still hit that note after That's all it. these years. <sighs> He's a great singer. But they turned such a classic into such a bummer. Although, yeah, but that's I think this song, if they release 
If they released this version back in 85, I think it would still be a massive, massive hit. It would be that song that you slow dance to, that song that you make out to. We'll get this video posted at kiss925.com, but even the footage of the audience, the crowd, so, yeah, as they were just sitting there crying, holding oh, each other, just yeah. singing word for word, yeah, just getting beautiful. all emotional. What other, uh, were there any other retro acts that did unplugged for this, or no? Just, uh, I'm only reading about uh -huh. reading, uh -huh. okay. I want to hear this note. Oh man, this girl's crying. Jeez, it's amazing when a song could just like bust you into tears, like so quick, huh? One stupid little song. There you go. That's the acoustic slowed down version wow. of Take oh, On Me from Aha! It was only them because they did this to launch their European tour, an MTV Unplugged tour. Oh, really? Yeah, so it was just them. Interesting. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Let me ask you this question. We've okay. gone through that. I don't know how many times we brought up the fact that women love watching other people pop pimples mm -hmm. so much so that there's like websites devoted to this and that are pretty much exclusively populated by women by the way and it's not a disparaging thing to dr. say dr pimple popper dr pimple popper's biggest fans are all women yeah women get together in groups i see these videos on the internet all the time ever since we started talking about pimple popping they'll send me like women get together in the backyard have a picture of sangria and just like go at you know with this poor one girl's boil <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> Disgusting. Uh, so let me let me read you this here. This headline: Popping Ugh. a pimple gives you the same thrill as riding a roller coaster. What? Yes. Where my girlfriend Catherine, the love of my life, by the way, uh, would never step foot on a roller coaster. But man, that girl loves to pop. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let me read this to you. Daniel Kelly's a philosophy professor at Purdue University in Indiana, and she studied why. People are so drawn to disgusting things. And here's the explanation. Quote, popping a pimple is the same kind of thrill you get from, say, riding a roller coaster or bungee jumping. It activates the experience that typically comes with a real kind of danger while actually being protected from harmful effects. Well, like throwing up. So in other words... We're wired to get a lot of enjoyment from doing dangerous things. And popping a pimple gives us that same quit, that same quick hit of instant gratification, Gross. but it does not put our lives in danger. So disgusting. Although I will admit, yesterday morning, before yeah. you guys got here, yeah. I watched a video of an 85-year-old woman getting a blackhead that was in the back of her neck removed oh, God. that she's had for. Ever. First of all, I could sit here and just talk all day about how amazed that I am that people can live to 85. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that blackhead keeping her alive. Right? It's that blackhead. Like, I would, if I found something on my body when I was 85, yeah. right, I would automatically think that it's one of the reasons I'm still alive. Right. <laughs> don't you dare you know? touch it. Like, don't you dare touch Leave it. that. This, Leave this it. This thing is keeping me alive. Yes. I, I, I don't know what is in there. All right. You know what I mean? I don't know yeah. what's in there. That could be like, it could hold, it could be like some sort of weird battery power. You know, sure. like it could be, that's <laughs> like, there's some sort of. Like in Tony that, Stark's chest. Yeah. Like that infection <laughs> is, is blocking two things in my body that want to do battle and ultimately take me down. And the reason those two things can't get at each other is because I have a huge blackhead on the back of my neck. 
Right. So when I'm 85, when you find that huge blackhead, celebrate it. Right. You know, <laughs> leave it there. Leave it Don't there. Don't take me to the doctor. No, I will grow a mullet. <laughs> Nobody will see it. Like when I'm grocery shopping or I'm at the buffet, I'm not going to make anybody sick. Yeah. I'll cover it with hair. No problem. No leave problem. Me to it. Just leave me alone. Just <laughs> don't start poking and prodding at me when I'm when I'm 85. But there you have it. So they say that uh, popping a pimple, ladies, uh, gives you the same thrill as riding a roller coaster. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Let me read you this headline: Is watching sports bad for your health? Yes, was the answer. So watching a sports game sports match they say can stress your heart just as much as playing in the game itself suggests a small new study researchers found that people's pulses increase by 75 percent when they watch a hockey game on television and by 110 percent when watching one in person this is equivalent to the cardiac stress of vigorous exercise so so and if you have any sort of cardiovascular problems that's a big red flag so that's extra danger. That's extra danger. Like watching hockey is potentially a health risk now. So Dan Mori hung out outside of the Scotiabank Arena last Stop night. Stop it. Just call it the ACC. People are so confused. Some people call it the ACC. Right. Uh, to talk to folks about this and see if they would trade in oh. their tickets for the game. Right. Because you don't want to go in and get hurt. For obvious health reasons, I don't think you should go inside. <laughs> oh, man. It feels like... I thought I was itchy all night, but it feels like it feels like the heart rate's actually kicking in. Your heart rate itches? Yeah, it's been itching. I thought it's kicking in, but it's actually itching. Yeah, I don't think I should be probably be going to the game tonight. It's racing probably about 120. 120, I feel it. I feel it. It's going. It's going. It sounds like boom, 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 boom. Now, okay, and then the Leafs are about to go to the score in the in the goal net. Matthews is running down the, the ice. And how does it sound now? After hearing something like that, maybe you shouldn't go inside. Are you kidding me? <sighs> to miss this action? No, no. I'm going inside. But your heart rate. It's all good. I do work out, so I'm good. Sure. You just finished a hot dog. That's why I got to <laughs> burn it off now. <laughs> hey, when you hear a study like that, maybe you shouldn't go inside. Uh, put yourself at risk all day. But think of your family. I think they'd be happy that I, I saw the Leafs if I died watching them. <laughs> It'll take oh, for you not to thousand bucks. So $1,000 is worth more to you than your health. Probably at this point, yeah. <laughs> Going into this Leaf game tonight is like, it could kill you. I'm okay with that as long as they win the game. You're willing to risk your health to go into the Air Canada Centre and watch the game tonight. Well, I drink and smoke a lot already, so what What else is there to do? <laughs> what would it take to make Fair. you not go in there tonight? Sure, you to give me 360 bucks. So your life's only worth 360 bucks? No, the tickets are worth four, 350 bucks, so I'm trying to make 10 bucks off of you. <laughs> so for obvious health reasons, I'm thinking you shouldn't go into the game tonight. Strongly disagree with you. Well, think about it. Your heart rate can go up for any reason at all. Going to a sports, uh, sports game like this, the Leafs, not only relieves stress from work from everyday life, it makes you have a lot of fun. And yeah, your heart rate can go up if it's a close game, but you have a lot of fun doing it. So, What would it take for you not to go in tonight? 500 bucks. <laughs> so $500 <laughs> is worth more to you than your health. It's not even about my health. I'm in perfect condition. I don't have a heart problem. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm young. And nothing will happen to me. But you don't know that your arteries could be full of like chicken finger grease or something, and you're going to go to this game and die. There's probably a lot of chicken finger grease in my arteries. You're right about that one. <laughs> But I'm not going to die. I'll be fine. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com or on the KISS 92.5 app.